this bonus episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about manifesting a wig room, creepy guy conversations, killing a sister and stealing her shoes, and snapping a rubber band in our chat about teen killers in love with author Lily Sparks. everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult books, series, authors, and voice actors that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda, or am I? <laughs> and I'm Claire, or am I? And today we're going to talk to Lily Sparks, author of Teen Killers in Love. Enjoy! Yay! Or will you? You will. Or you will, will you? No, you definitely you will. totally will. You totally Lily will. is completely delightful and we love her in everywhere. So Yes, so much. So much. She goes with our crazy. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> we need dog mask. Dog mask is so great. <laughs> Super creepy. It really is. It's creepy beyond all mm-hmm. reason. It's the dead mm-hmm. eyes and the little pink tongue that really just brings it yeah. all together. And then, like, if you turn your head to the side, that makes it even creepier. No! I love oh. It. oh, no. no. Oh! <laughs> yes! Oh, it's so fantastic. Thank you for joining us again. Yeah, and don't feel like you have to have it down the entire time, by the yeah. way. It's okay. <laughs> Why are you happy to be here? um yes can you can you hear me okay yes. yeah yeah well yeah very happy to be here master <laughs> unmasked probably be going on and off you know depending on how dark my answers are to your question yeah you need to hide your face any at all when you respond <laughs> just put the mask on it'll be fine we'll spend the entire time doing this with our sunglasses anyway because we can't yeah. see a thing yeah <laughs> Well, you both look phenomenal. I would not have recognized you in a crowd. It looks like you could get lost as a secret show, no problem. Yes. If only we were wearing really fancy dresses. <laughs> oh, God, I love, I love Dog Mask. I love it so much. Oh, okay. So, um, Claire, is it time? It's I mean, definitely time. It, or is it? Or is it? Is it what you rather? Or is it? <laughs> Damn, we latch too easily. We do. We really do. Pew, pew, pew. Well, I mean, it's appropriate. Pew, pew, pew. It was, it's a very appropriate that we're all dressed up because we asked on social media, would you rather disguise yourself with a wig and sunglasses or a full face mask? And resoundingly, <laughs> Facebook with 82%, Instagram with 75%, and TikTok with 100% all said wig and sunglasses. But Twitter, you deviants, you... <laughs> 86% are going full face mask. Well, that's because that's where Lily Sparks, like, shared it. She shared it on Twitter. <laughs> and look at her. Look at her in dog mask. Yeah, all, my, all my full mask aficionados <laughs> came out of the woodwork. All my maskclub.com that I'm a part of. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so we have some comments, right? We do. So Colin on Facebook said, full face mask as long as it's one of the ones from the Mission Impossible movies that let me change my height and build at the same time. I don't want it to be one of those weird rubber ones with the built-in lips and the massive eyelashes. They freak me the fuck out. A Batman mask might work as well. Ooh, Spider-Man. Yeah, I want to be Spider-Man. 
So I mean, that guess would be a fun. full face mask. Full face mask is what it sounds like. Yeah. Emily on Facebook said, I went with wig and sunglasses because I would have to stop and eat on the road trip and that would be easier to do so than wearing a full face mask. Which is true, because you got to pull, I mean, you got to pull that dog mask up. Yeah, no, just just to get my coffee in, it's like, <laughs> I've lost my anonymity. A, you could use a straw and, like, put it under the face mask. <laughs> <laughs> Brie on Facebook said, full face masks are hot and sweaty and obstruct vision, which I think we've already established. And the same face morphing effect can be achieved with carefully applied makeup. A wig and sunglasses are much more concealing as long as you only use them in the daytime outside or else... You're really going to look conspicuous. Unless, or are you? Or are you? Unless you're playing that I Wear My Sunglasses at Night song <laughs> on single repeat everywhere you go. <laughs> it's just tell everybody the prescription and my other sunglasses are broken. So what am I going to do? <laughs> oh, I have to wear these. Too bad. I have to wear these prescription flower-shaped sunglasses. <laughs> you laugh. You laugh. But I did try some variety on them when I got my eyes tested last time. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. We've got a couple more comments. We've got a couple um, of super fans, I think, in there. We do. We do. Annie on Facebook said wig and makeup. At some point, I would just go crazy and start trying to rip the face mask apart. But, you know, that- you'd fit right in. With all the That's, true. That's true. That I... is true. Drew, super fan on Facebook, said, I will go full Marvel in sunglasses and cap. Okay. Um, Dakota on Facebook said, full face mask. If I need a disguise, I'm going all out. I don't do things halfway. <laughs> and Nina on Facebook said, wig, sunglasses, makeup, you could go full little brother and add rocks to your shoes to change your gait. Add a wad of gum or cotton gauze in your cheeks to throw to throw a facial gate recognition software. She's thought about this too much. I I love it. I feel like Nina might be in disguise right now. Is <gasps> Nina on the run? Is Nina Nina's one on of the us? run. One of, one of us may be Nina. <laughs> oh, you probably friend. listen to a lot of podcasts on the run. Ah, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, like, good. <laughs> would you listen to true crime podcasts on, when you're on the land, though? <laughs> I mean, because it feels like you're either going to get ideas or it's going to help the paranoia. You know, I think I would just to see, you know, where people where people got caught. I'd be like, ooh, what'd they do wrong? Ooh, yeah. That's a Research good plan. purposes. Yeah. Mm. And also, you know, Research, yeah. maybe make sure they're not currently looking for you. Like, are, are, they, are they tracking me right now on this podcast that I listen to? And then That's you can true. hide. You can change your wig. <laughs> and hide. Spotted oh. with pink wig and sunglasses. Oh no, quickly change. Oh no, and then we trade. <laughs> I have a red one waiting to go. <laughs> I put on so many wigs this morning. I had a gray one on, I had a red one on. But I felt like I needed to do blue. You know, just signal throwback. Yeah. Is, I really appreciate the blue hair and it is such a tragedy that we're, we're like packing up for a move but my daughter's last birthday I did hair salon themes so I got a bunch of wigs so <gasps> I have like a million wigs you know most of them with like clips <laughs> styled oh. very badly but I, was, yes. I couldn't find them anywhere and I have like a like a Versailles French court wig oh. also packed away that and I have so a, a, great. 
a little boy bowl cut wig also packed away that looks terrible on me that would have been perfect <laughs> that would have been so good so what are well, you doing are you are you wearing a mask and sun or i mean are you wearing are you wearing your dog mask or are you wearing a wig and sunglasses what do you choose uh i think i would go for a wig and sunglasses just because that can be construed as like party culture if you're out at night or, or just eccentricity whereas if you're wearing a full face mask people are going to be like "Ooh, what are they trying to get away with over there <laughs> like you might have an excuse to go somewhere in a wig and sunglasses you do not have an excuse to go somewhere in a full face mask at least it's yeah. close to halloween though that's true so it kind of kind of pull it off for like a week and then for a while like you know, during lockdowns and stuff, people were running around in, like, legit gas masks. But the less said about that time, the better. Oh, no, I appreciate the people in the, um, the, 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 uh, the plague doctors? The plague doctor masks. <laughs> and I think that's still a look that needs to be carried on. Yeah, I, I appreciate the full, the full coverage when I go into the store and see people with like the bandana with like the skull face printed on it. I don't know if you have those around your parts. Yes. It's there from, it is. It's it's um something is killing the children official merch because I freaking love that Ooh. series. So I am gonna eventually do a cosplay with this sometime because Erica Slaughter is my idol. But yeah. You need a you need a full school mask. That's fantastic. That's awesome. See, at least that's one good thing to... that's come out of the pandemic. You can just, like, disguise yourself with that kind of mask. Sadly. Sadly, yes. A lot more uh, a lot more ways to uh, cover your face innocuously. So, Claire, what are you doing? Wig and sunglasses. As, as hot as wigs can get. And... You can go bright colour and be an obvious wig or you can go more natural and like everybody's saying in the comments as well makeup can do a lot of different change change your look as well yeah just change your eyebrows that can completely confuse your face yeah if i don't draw any on at all i'm i look like jared leto so <laughs> <laughs> are you jared leto i am god i wish <gasps> no i don't he's kind of weird He's weirder, I think, than I am. So maybe I don't want to be Jared Leto. But I do look exactly like Jared Leto that time he shaved off his eyebrows, and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I think I'm going gonna... to built in disguise. It's true. I do. And I can, like, draw him on angrier if I want to. And people are like, oh, Amanda, why are you so mad? <laughs> Questioning today. Yeah. That's just how I drew my eyebrows on today. Um, obviously I'm going to pick wig and sunglasses too, because I have at least 75 wigs upstairs to choose from. That is not an exaggeration, so. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. I'm surprised you're still in the same one you you started the episode in, to be you perfectly know, honest. <laughs> really, the reason why is because I forgot to bring my wig case down here and it's up two flights of stairs and I don't oh. want to do that. You aren't going to be hauling too much downstairs. No, too, no, too I would, flights. I would fall down the stairs. So I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to stick with the blue. Plus, the blue is for signal. It's important. Well, now I'm a pre. I like. I'm picturing like a baroque mansion with like a swirling staircase and then just a room of wigs, just like That's, red velvet walls and like wigs. That is, that is how my house is laid out. <laughs> 
<laughs> I kind of want like you know, you've seen Return to Oz, yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. one of the, mm-hmm. the freakiest movies ever. Like Scott, it, I watched it as a kid. It scarred me. Um, yeah. And you know how she's got the headroom, but it's all got the different hairs and stuff. So that's why I always imagine is in Amanda's house, and I know that's not accurate. But it's what I believe. So I'm going on the premise that if I believe it enough, it will manifest. <laughs> That's exactly what I was picturing. True story. I was dragged out of Return to Oz as a child, kicking and screaming because of that scene. It really got to me. That's Love so it now. The wheelers so are some of the scariest <laughs> things in the world. Like, I saw Child's Play when I was a kid, and all these other horror movies did not do anything for me. Freaking Return to Oz scared yeah. the shit out of me. That and the witches. Angelica Houston and the wheelers. No, no. <laughs> I just loved all like... of these things as a child, which is probably why I'm demented today. <laughs> Yeah, I think it might have been the first movie I saw in theaters was Return to Oz. I don't think my parents knew what they were getting into. <laughs> like, Return to Oz! Great! It's it so movie. wholesome! It's all movie slippers and defeating evil. I'm sorry, no. but like, they got no. it right in the first movie as well. Who the hell steals a dead woman's shoes? That's what happened in the first one. You stole a dead woman's shoes and pisses off our sister. Are you gonna have Somebody coming after you. It's not a wholesome thing. No, like people dancing in the streets about her being dead. That was cold. Yeah, Yeah. and then like you just you just make it known to everyone. You're like, Yeah, I killed this bitch and now I'm wearing her shoes and then they all clap for you. So (laughs) of course you're gonna do it. Honestly. You know what I'm I I would steal somebody's shoes. I, I side with the Witch of the West and putting Wicked on there, that's just labelling. You know, she's she's got every right to be pissed. <laughs> oh my god. Anywho. Next, next question? Should we move on? <laughs> Probably for best. Okay. Would you rather steal a car from someone at a drive-thru or from an Uber driver? I have never Ubered. Shade dipping. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to Uber. How does he's never Uber? Ubered? No, I've got a car. Why would I bother? True, true. It's like a club night thing for me. Back when I used to do things that were like club nights, <laughs> which I don't anymore. I haven't Ubered in a while. I think the last time I Ubered was like from the airport to wherever I was at the time. I don't just randomly Uber because I have a car. I think Uber has a lot of licensing issues in the UK. I think they were banned from London for a while. It has to be hackney cabs in London. You can't Uber. I might be wrong about that. I'm not 100% sure. You may or may not have just made up a lie on Fictional Hangover. I, I remember something about that being in the news because the hackney taxi drivers were all like, you know, stop it, Uber. You're not... We- London taxi drivers, they know their shit. They know every single street in that city, like the back of their hands. But the Uber drivers don't, and there's a level of respect for the job. And the hackney drivers are a completely different kettle of fish than Ubers. So I think they, they got banned from London, at least. Good for I've, them. Ubered, I've, I've Ubered for, like, food before, but I've never Ubered for a car. I'd just get a taxi. I've got the taxi app. Why would I bother? 
And at least I know I'm getting a, a licensed taxi. You could oh. be getting a stranger who immediately calls 911 when you get in the car. That would be me. I've had some uncomfortable Uber rides where, like, that one guy just, like, pulled up and, like, got gas for a while. Or, like, they'll be like, I just have to run to my friend's house. And you're just, like, idling in front of a friend's house. Like, uh, okay. Uh, sometimes it's just, like, a really cheerful person who's, like, working a creative gig and just, like, you know. Because when I was taking a lot of Ubers was when I lived in L.A. And, like, L.A. was extremely Uber-friendly. They had, like, a women-only Uber if you just wanted lady drivers. They had a helicopter Uber if you wanted to arrive oh in style. Oh, my God. Seriously. It was just embraced. Yeah, it was, like, just deeply embraced. It was like, great, awesome. We can all, like, get drunk and get driven places. Yay, Uber. Because, like, the taxi system in L.A. just did not exist. Like, it was not. It was, it was like, an incredibly overpriced. You got it only at the airport, and it didn't didn't really it wasn't um accessible i guess i want a helicopter uber my one and only <laughs> uber needs to be a helicopter in la now That's just freaking... that is so la that is so yeah oh my gosh well i'll tell okay there's another there's a reason because all like all the buildings downtown have helipads whether they need them or not because there was like a building code thing in la where like mm. Um, you didn't need a certain amount of parking or you didn't need like a certain kind of retrofitting if you had a helipad. So like all of these construction companies would just throw on a helipad to get around this like regulation loop. So you can helicopter from like building to building in LA if you want to. Uh, That's amazing. I'm going to message my cousin who lives in LA and ask if she can Uber a helicopter, please, and send me evidence. She probably won't, but still. Oh, it's disappointing. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, so what are we doing what's the answer to this question <laughs> stealing a car stealing a car yeah, no matter as long, what as, mm-hmm. as long as the keys are in the car because i can't you, hot wiring is not a modern car thing can't do that in modern cars yeah straight up from the drive-thru yeah i mean at the drive-thru you get the drive-thru food as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's what i'm gonna do do you, do you think also, if they threatened to give the Uber driver like one star if they didn't take them where they wanted to go, you'd be like, I, that's fine. That's fine. I'll get you from here. <laughs> Maybe. But like the guy they stole the car from at the drive-thru was like high out of his mind. So he probably just like kind of enjoyed it and was like, hey, no, okay, whatever. <laughs> that's fine. I like the- to think he eventually got his car back. He but. probably did. They didn't spectacularly <laughs> crash his off the cliff. So it's fine. It's cool, man. It's cool. Or those kids at the trailer park. She stole their car, too. I forgot about that. Should have added that into the question as well. Yeah, there's a lot of Grand Theft Auto in this series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Signal is low-key like a really good driver she doesn't explicitly say it herself because she's not into giving herself compliments but if you if you follow the series like she she drives pretty well well yeah she, she, not so much she taught eric how to drive stick <laughs> on the fly on the fly that's pretty impressive <laughs> it blows my mind that it's not common to drive with gears in america like it's all auto like that's just freaking lazy sorry 
<laughs> you have you have to look for if you want to drive automatic and i do have two people i do know who are only licensed for automatic cars um so they can never drive stick they have to have automatic you have to search out specific driving instructors who who will have an automatic car it's so rare in this country that's and it's wild. just like common over there like what change the gears it's not freaking hard <laughs> i've never driven a manual car before my sister was supposed to teach me and every time i tried to get her to teach me as a teenager she was like oh no excuse excuse all oh, the tires are bad oh i'm whatever so i just never sounds learned. like bullshit to me <laughs> the, the easy rule is the higher the speed the higher the, 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 the gear needs to be well obviously i know That's how it, it works in theory it's not difficult but i've never done it just it makes it's crazy. it's crazy i just think all driving in the uk is like such on another level like I, the one time i tried to drive around there the roundabouts were like i i just like the the big highway exchange roundabouts i just like pulled over and i was like i'm taking the train i'm taking the train for the rest of this trip i can't do this i'm gonna kill myself and others it's time to get on a train <laughs> that's not an exaggeration as long as you follow the road markings you're fine like my aunt who's american who when she first she was an air stewardess and when she came over in the 80s and um, my mum told her because she she freaked out about roundabouts and she said to her the rule is if they get into one lane and then when the other person pulls out pull out at the same time because they'll take the brunt of the car and you'll be fine and that's the rule she always worked <laughs> but she was really bad at reading road signs as well and she thought she was getting she was she she came through Heathrow because uh, she worked for American Airlines at the time and she was coming up to visit the family and we're in the northeast and she thought she was close to us because there's a place called Scotch Corner which is not far from where you are it's like a landmark point but what didn't say Scotch Corner it said Scotland so she'd actually driven <laughs> two hours further and then another two hours on top and was pretty much at the top of like the entirety of Great Britain before she realised where she was no oops <laughs> she, took flights from that. she took she took flights from that point <laughs> on afterwards <laughs> okay what's our next question <laughs> oh that's a good question would you rather get signals makeover or nobody's makeover Nobody is so dreamy. I like nobody. I like nobody better than Signal. It's not uncommon knowledge. But (laughs) Signal's makeover was a full-on glow-up. Yes. And nobody is already glowing. Yes. That's true. But I love that she's wearing a tuxedo. I know. Can I go? Can I get Signals makeover, but nobody's outfit? Sure. Yeah. There. Yeah. I'll get fine. Signals top half, the head half, head half, head bit, and then nobody's rest of body. I just like everything. Nobody. I'm getting her pixie cut. I'm getting her tuxedo. I just want to be her best friend. Fair, or fair. be her? I, question mark. I mean, she's she's a she's a uh, interesting interesting figure. She's really uh, she's really funny to write for. Like her, her so grizzled, such a grizzled young woman. <laughs> um, I would probably go with with 
signals uh, maker, but just to make it a horse race. Although I did try to give myself bangs around the time I wrote this book and it flopped so hard. <laughs> really. Don't I'm give yourself bangs. Person. It was did a dark time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> did happens. you try and cut them in yourself as well? Yeah, I've been doing all of my haircuts since like 2020. Like, because I just like I watched a bunch of YouTuber YouTube's on it, and I was like, I can handle this. And I got so good at giving like normal haircuts, good. But you know, I got so used to giving myself normal haircuts that I was like, okay, like I'll step it up to bangs. <laughs> no, no, you always need a professional for bangs. Never, 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 never get bangs. But if you're so foolish as to get bangs, if you're me, call on a professional. Accurate. My Accurate. new life rules. <laughs> They're good life rules. <laughs> I love those old, you know, the web comics that you see, and it's like, oh, somebody's going through with trauma, and then the last panel says, I'm going to give myself bangs. No, no. I watch the videos where they pull the hair forward, and they pull it really, really, really tight, and then they cut, and it just goes, poing, and it's just yeah. the <laughs> Come it's like, on. Oh, you fool. You fool. <laughs> made a mistake okay next question would you rather go to a haunted house or a concert this is the silliest question for me ever of course it's going to be a haunted house obviously all haunted house all the time with vampires preferably obviously what about you yeah i'd also say a haunted house haunted house i love a haunted house and this one was fantastic I just, I just want to be fake signal holding a head, <laughs> sobbing <laughs> in the floor. That's all I want. I you could do, do that for the Halloween thing this year again. If you get your own room, you can do decapitation room. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. I would do that. If I do the haunted house again, that is what I'm going to do. Offer some context. You acted now- in a haunted house? I did. I did. It was really fun. We were just talking about that yesterday, Jacob and I. But it wasn't, like, set up really well. And the local theater house was doing it. And they have a lot of young actors, a lot of teen actors. And those guys were idiots. (laughs) They just ran around, like, screaming at people, not doing anything. And where we were placed... We were the first night we were at like in the entryway and there was this teen girl who was sitting on the floor like she was just wearing like a dirty t-shirt and had a foot and she wasn't scary at all. She was just like, hey, do you want to give me a high five and would hold up the foot? And then she would follow people and just like join in on their conversations as they were walking through the haunted house and it was the stupidest thing it it really upset me but then the next night we were in a different room because i was like i'm not sitting out there again with that idiot so then the (laughs) next room we were um we were dressed up as uh, like a an old monk who had summoned a demon and that was really fun so that that was a good time yeah So the next time, I'm going to claim my own room, and I'm just going to cradle a severed head and cry about it. I think it sounds perfect. <laughs> Whilst being covered in blood, you have to have yeah, the Yeah, of course. Of course. Big upgrade from a foot. 
Big upgrade yeah. from like the cradle of severed head. That was so weird. Wanna have that? <laughs> it was. It wasn't weird. It wasn't weird so much as it was sad. Like <laughs> this is what you come with. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, it was not. It was it. <laughs> Oops that that was not a the, the first night was not good. I keep hitting this microphone because I can't see where I am. I have no depth perception. Oh no. <laughs> sunglasses it's i'm fine. gonna give myself a little bit of a break and just oh, go. oh look light yay <laughs> yay um did we all we all picked haunted house right yeah Ooh. concerts are full of people as well <sighs> yeah and they're all sweaty and they're like bumping into you and stuff although really i guess it depends on who who is putting on the concert like if i got to go to another like weird owl show then yeah i'm there i will choose the concert but probably not many other people <laughs> it has to be worth it I'm weird owl is a good show okay? i i believe you i'm not judging you you <laughs> yes, may you think are. i am but you can't see my face i'm like yeah yeah you enjoyed the weird owl show that's <laughs> fine did. That's so right. And great. I'm trying to think if there's anybody I would care that much about to see in concert. And probably not. But you know <laughs> you know what I'm like with music. Um You don't know music, you don't understand it. No, I am definitely a one song repeater as well. We'll get to that. Well the um the show they, they go to is based on this venue in LA called The Smell. Um, it was like a very tiny little warehouse downtown LA and like it was all ages for a long time but like it was just very it's still it's still a, I, I think it's got through COVID okay but like it um just very scrappy on the inside but they would get these like really great acts like they had like um, Phil Elbrum came in um, and like I would get you know they would just, they just have like the best shows but like it was very like standing room only like scrappy vibe and like it was it's essentially the place they go where it's like just kind of kind of um bare bones but like everyone there is so happy to be there that <laughs> it just That's creates awesome. a good vibe That's it's awesome. not a taylor swift concert we can say that much <laughs> Which is the only concert I think that's ever going on in the world at the moment. That's all I'm hearing about. Yeah, I missed that train, unfortunately. I feel disconnected from Taylor Swift. Like it's like football for me, where it's like everyone gets it, and I wish I got it, but like I just miss. Yeah. I miss that train. I just yeah. Can't, I just can't do it. I'm happy for those people. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No, yeah, it's, it's great. Like I don't think I've even heard like an entire taylor swift song beyond the the one where it's like i wear short shorts you like that's the only one i know and i just feel like i've missed some kind of cultural moment i don't know i feel like i stepped out of the room and i came back and everyone has like an inside joke i don't share yeah i'm with I, 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 same and the you know one direction harry styles like mm -hmm. I could not name a single Harry Styles song, and I'm like, hang on, he's won awards for being solo. I can't even name the One Direction songs. I, I remember driving in the car, and bearing in mind they're a huge UK band as well, and I remember driving the car and listening to the radio on a rare occasion, and, went, and that's One Direction. Oh, <laughs> I could not tell you what that song was. No, no way. 
clueless. Nope. No idea. Last question. Would you rather learn about your boyfriend's murderous weirs by reading a journal or by having an actual conversation with him <laughs> and also separately his sibling? Look, I got words about Sky. okay? Are they four-letter words? Yeah, probably. <laughs> He's a jackass. Psycho. With three S's, so it's four letters. Yes. Yeah. Fuck bags. Yeah. Because you have to add the S at the end, so it's four letters. Yeah, man, this guy is the worst. I think I'm going to read a journal. I feel like I understand better when I read. So I'm going to read a journal, even though it's all from his point of view. It's fine. I'm actually very surprised you said that because considering how on the podcast we're always going please communicate have an actual conversation that's true that is true but also if i got to have a conversation i could just like stare dreamily at eric (laughs) and that would be okay and then i could learn (laughs) some like makeup tips from sky you know, like, ooh, how can I, how can I recreate that Burns car? All right, I'm doing it. Maybe I should talk to them. Get them on Zoom. Get it recorded. That would be good. We do like doing Zoom interviews with people. Hey, Patreon content. <laughs> Pointed look at Lily Sparks. <laughs> It's really sad we have to remove the sunglasses so we actually can see those other people here. <laughs> I know. I like just like getting my ring light perfectly in the eyeball spot. It, it oh yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's what that is. It looks like cartoon like pie eyes from Felix the Cat. It's so great. They are just slightly off center as well, so they're not quite even. <laughs> it so makes it's kind it of like better. Yeah, it makes it really tight. I have to look up to the it. You're cross-eyed. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. But what's the answer to this question? Um, let's think. Journal is one perspective. Conversation means you can ask questions. However, you have to talk to the douchebag sibling. Ugh. Have you ever been in a conversation with a guy where, like, he seemed, like, chill, and then he started revealing things to you that he thought were, like, charming, and you got more and more scared until you were looking for an excuse to leave the room? Yes. Because that's that guy? happened to me. Is that, that Sky? That's definitely, that's definitely Sky. Is like, he's talking to you, and then, like, everything that's coming out of his mouth, you're like, oh, he, like, kills people. <laughs> like, he thinks he's being charming right now, but there are bodies in the desert. And then all of a sudden, you're like... <laughs> I left my phone in the other room. I think I hear it ringing. Whoa, I gotta go. That's Sky. So, like, I would definitely read his diary. I would talk to Eric and I would uh, I'd read Sky's diary. But I don't <sighs> think Sky is cool enough to keep one. Probably not. At least if you read the journal, you can make up the questions so you can get ready for the conversation to have with Eric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly want to talk to Sky. I've had those awkward conversations. It was a bus stop and it ended in a marriage proposal. <laughs> I swear to God, honestly, I was like 18, 19 at the time. We just moved and this weirdo kept talking to me at the bus stop and it was like the second time, but he was telling me about his ex and then how great he is. And then it ended with, will you marry me? And I went, ah, the bus had just pulled, a bus had just pulled up. I got onto the bus 
didn't know what bus it was because he wasn't getting on it and then went a few stops and then got off again and I was late for my university class but you know you're alive you're still alive alive to tell the tale yeah he was an absolute weirdo yeah I'm gonna do the journal I'm gonna see if God myself no okay wait hold on your terrible story reminds me of a terrible story that I have at the library that also involves a journal and a creepy guy. I got both of them from a guy in the library. And I thought that he was like writing a story or something. And he was like, hey, will you read this? And so I did. And it was a love letter to me wherein he says that in order to stop having sexual thoughts, that he puts a rubber band around his left testicle. And I was like, all right. That's the end of this. I have to go do work now. And then I ran and hid in the back for like three hours. Then that guy started leaving me all of his earthly possessions after that. It was bonkers as shit. Wow. Yeah, it was good stuff. We eventually had to have him trespassed from the library, and I went to the prosecuting attorney's office, but they didn't do anything. It was great. It was a good time. It was a good time. (laughs) <laughs> so sorry that happened but oh. if you ever run into him again you can always snap that rubber band that's oh, true right away. I, could. I could oh yeah <laughs> he ended up like i seriously got all of his earthly possessions and he would just put them in the bookshop oh. after he was not allowed to come in the building anymore and i had you know those boxes that reams of paper come in mm-hmm, i had mm-hmm. two of those filled with notebooks and they were wow. fucked up that's so story. intriguing. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would definitely read them. I'm sorry, I'm just such a creep. I would find that so intriguing. Oh, I'm sure be highly it. disturbing. I oh, think they this were is research nightmares. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy oh, stuff. Wow. Fine, you win. <laughs> I can laugh about it now, though. <laughs> but nice. then, terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah, that's... We just digest drama in real life right yeah. there. Yeah. That guy was probably a class A psychopath on the Wiley Stanton. <laughs> if I had to guess. If I had to peg one person as a class A, it was that guy. <laughs> and look, now we're back around talking about the book again. Look at that. that beautiful, was beautiful. Ugh. Not a wonky circle at all. No, it was totally fine. Okay, so we're finished with Would You Rather now. And so we need to talk about our other things, our other questions that we have for you. And we need you to know, if you don't remember when we talked like a year ago, that we planned this entire monthly theme of road trip so we could talk about this book. Oh, oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank Um, you so much. So we need to know, what are your go-to road trip snacks? Um, Anything that I can drop and I'll still be okay. So like um, mango, dried mango, beef jerky. If it gets down in the crevices and I never see it again, I'll I'll still be okay. (laughs) Droppable snacks. And you could eat it later if you find it. Yeah. Dust it Ew! All. Ew! <laughs> oh, you've crossed the line. I'm going to snap that rubber band. No, don't snap my rubber band. No, I'm snapping the rubber band. That was nasty. <laughs> Yikes. 
Oh, I like Gardettos. That's my what? road trip snack. What are those? It's like a it's like like a Chex mix, you know, like mixed pieces of things, but they have really good flavor. Oh, okay. Weird. Do I need to get a pack of those and send them in your next care package? Yes, you need to just fill a suitcase full of stuff. It'll be easier. <laughs> You're right. Because I think there's just that much that needs to go in. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'll do that next and time. Hire somebody to courier it over. It'll be cheaper than paying postal fees. You know, you're probably right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What do you pick, Claire? My go-to is, um, it's called Sports Mix, um, but it's just jellies, like just jelly sweets. Um and they're just different fruity flavours. So not quite Haribo. The, there's no, like, the white foamy bits on. They're just these little gelatins, like, sort of gummy bear things. But they're, they're all in different... For some reason, they're in shapes of sports. But they've got such a nice chew to them. I'm going to have to care package some over to you, Amanda. Okay. Oh, can you hear the creepy ice cream van? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Just in time. Talking Great. snacks. <laughs> So yeah, it's sports mix. It's always sports mix. I love sports mix. I don't know why it's just it's gorgeous. But they used to do the black ones, like the the black sweets. They used to be proper like licorice, so you they were disgusting. They were like Wah! really strong licorice. But now they're just black currants and they're nice and flavored, nice and fruity. But I also like a fruit pastel. So that's very similar to what you're saying, Lily. If the the fall, it's fine. They're gone forever. You do not pick them back up and put them in your mouth. <laughs> Um, them off a month later. Oh, you disgrace, you nasty girl. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. No chocolate because it's too hot. Chocolate melts. Oh, oh, yeah. That'll make a huge mess in the car when you lose it. And you cannot dust that off and eat it later. No, no. And I don't want to eat fast food in the car because it just makes the car stinky. Fair enough. Fair enough. I would eat a cactus burger. <laughs> I is eat that, fast food in the car. Yeah. Is that real? Is cactus burger real? No, no. no it's like, I was afraid of, of like, oh, can I, you know, will I get sued or something if I associate this with Burger King or something? So I just yeah. made up a, but there is like a, there's like a taco loco or something up in the Pacific Northwest. So it's kind of adjacent to that where it's oh, like, okay. you could probably get a taco there. You could probably get a burger there. Yeah. Yeah. A taco okay. does not sound like a sensible, like car food. <laughs> Not the way I do it, no. It's like putting it through a thresher when I eat a taco. It's just a crime scene afterwards. Crime scene tacos. <laughs> so what songs do you play on a road trip? And most importantly, are you a single repeater? <laughs> Jared Leto staring me down. Uh, those piercing blue eyes. Um Yes, I am definitely a single repeater. This is like something that I've done for years where like I I was like not sure if I was the only one and I was like this is probably some symptom of some larger disorder or like me not getting enough vitamins. Uh so I made it like a a class A characteristic because it is something I've always been like why is it that I will listen to the the same song exclusively the same song for sometimes like a solid month, a solid two months. Like, why? Like, to the point where I'm almost annoyed by it, but I just immediately have to hear it again. So, yeah, I'm definitely a single repeater. I'll fix on, I'll fixate on one song, and then I will listen to it until I never want to hear it again. <laughs> but it has the benefit of, like, when I'm going back 
and listening to those songs later, they really capture a time in my life. So yeah. like, I'll hear the song, I'll be like, oh man, I remember we were like living in this place and I used to eat that taco all the time. And yeah, you know, like all these memories will come up. So I've, I've come to appreciate it now where I'm like, ooh, man, this is a good thing. It's like keeping a diary without writing anything down. It's a sensory diary. I like that. I like that idea. I like it too. Are you a single repeater, Amanda? I don't. I don't want to say a single repeater. It's like a a triple repeater, maybe. There's like two or three songs, but I will just constantly listen to them over and over and over again. So maybe I'm not. I'm not quite as psychopathic as <laughs> as our friend Lily, but <laughs> slightly. I'm slightly psychopathic yeah i listened to 99 luft balloons once on the Ugh. journey from london to to home on the train just that single song such for three and song. a half hours because I, I i'd been down in london for work and i needed my brain was absolutely all over the place because it was just such a busy two days and you know when you just need something just to concentrate on. I couldn't concentrate on a book or an audiobook or anything. And I listened to 99 Luft Balloons for three and a half hours. That's amazing. It was amazing. And it was a proper, like, actual, not red balloons, it was Luft Balloons as well. Right. Just to right. be very specific. Right. Um, To the point where I could sing it without needing the words written down. I can't do it now. That knowledge has <laughs> been gone. Um, But I can certainly, if the song's on, I can do it. But I'm, I'm a sort of single repeater. Like, I'll listen but I'll listen to it over and over and over again until I can try and get the words locked in my brain. But then it goes into my um, playlist that's called fucking brain. So then <laughs> when I can feel my brain starting to get too much and the like everything's like the inner monologue's getting too loud, I can put this playlist on, turn it up, and it really helps focus. I, do, I, I, I listen to it in the gym as well because it helps just focus and zone out to the point where I'm just listening to the music and not concentrating on anything else in the world. That's awesome. That's nice. Current song is 1990-something by Sub Radio and it's an excellent song. I do okay. like the fact that it's part of the classy Wiley Stanton test that single <laughs> repeater is a psychopath because it got to that point in the book and I was like, Oh shit! Oh, shit! <laughs> so well, now, you know, TV, Well, I, I won't spoil the third book, but it's not you know less of it better. Well, okay, okay, fine. If you're going to spoil anything for us, so if you took the Wiley Stanton test, would you be a class A? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm too anxious, and I'm too. Um, like I'm too self-conscious and anxious and not fearless. And that's part of, that's part of being in class A is like low threshold of fear, like, um, you know, lack of anxiety, lack of like social anxiety is just like being very like kind of, uh, chill and serviceable and Ted Bundy like and charming, <laughs> not charming. So can be me. Definitely class D. Okay, good. I'm terrified Aww. of everything all the time like i i say we say in our house like if something falls over like i get startled and i say that my tail puffs you know like a cat when a cat gets scared <laughs> and their tail puffs, like all the time and so jacob my husband's like is your tail puffed right now like yes it is i'm scared i'm scared right Aww. now yeah so if fear is is a factor then 
<laughs> not a psychopath. Yeah, I let out a Janet Lee shriek anytime someone bumps into me that I'm not expecting. Like, if my husband just like rounds the car, I'm like, <laughs> he's like, it's fine. <laughs> Other people I live do. in the house. All I do that all the time. I'm, I've threatened to put a bell around my husband's <laughs> neck a million times. But you know what? It's only ever since I had my son. Before that, didn't really jump. But ever since then, I just think, I think it's because, you know, you just kind of like, I need to zone out and not listen to what's going on and just let the world. <laughs> and I think it's because I just zone out now. And then all of a sudden, he appears like a freaking ninja. And he's st- it's to the point where if he's like, had to pop, if he pops out, and it's night time and I'll unlock the door for him and I'm in the kitchen, you know, preparing dinner. He's just had to nip out and go and get that one ingredient that I constantly forget to get. And he has to come in the house and go, I'm here, it's me, I'm back, I'm here. And I'll still freaking jump. <laughs> but saying all that, I think I might not be a class A, but I could be a class B. Cause... No, I'm gonna to have to plead the fifth. It's not a UK. I'm pleading the Fifth <laughs> Amendment in the US. Uh, we'll yeah, okay. Great class A answer. Hmm. Pleading the fifth. It's not gonna do anything for you there in the UK, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Most of our listeners anything. are from the US. It's fine. Exactly. I haven't done anything. Is there a wink? wink? Is there a wink coming? There's a dot. dot there's a dot. 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 Do you know what? I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm taking the glasses off for this one. Impulse control. Sometimes, you know, you see a person, you're like, I could stab a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fair enough, it's usually <laughs> you're at a swimming pool and they start walking past you. I can just throw them in there. I don't know. I don't mind. <laughs> could I hold somebody's <laughs> head under the water just for a couple of minutes, you know, just to see? Just just for science. <laughs> I would never I would never do that. Never. Never. I mean, I I threaten violence on people all the time. I tell all my staff at the library that I'm going to push them down the stairs at least once a day. See, there's that point where you're threatening violence to actually carrying out violence. There's always that potential. And I think, I honestly think everybody has the potential in them. It just depends on the stress of the situation. You just got to keep people on their toes. Exactly. If it's between me and somebody else, that's somebody else who's got to go. If it's, if you're going to harm my friend, I'm going to come at you. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely that. If you definitely. kill my sister and take her shoes, I'm going to get all my <laughs> wing monkeys together and channel my dark magic and enslave you in my castle. Exactly. Those are the rules. Don't kill my sister. Don't steal her shoes. <laughs> don't force my hand. Okay? I'm not, you know... Can I be held responsible for that? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> that killed me. That was a good one. Okay. Um, what else do we have? I oh, have no idea. Yeah, um, okay, so back to book stuff kind of kind of related to book stuff. Which movie would you watch at movie o'clock? In Arusha's family mansion. What are you going to pick? Is it Return to Oz? <laughs> I would go with Vertigo. I used to fall asleep to Vertigo all the time. 
I had like right out of college, I had like one of those TVs with like a VCR slot built into the TV. And like every night I would fall asleep to Vertigo. And still, I just watch it. I just go into like a happy stupor. <laughs> so that, that would, I would love to see that on big screen. I don't think I've ever seen it on big screen. It's a gorgeous movie. That would be cool. I had one of those TVs too with the VCR. And when I had yeah. one of those, it, I would put, it was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets that I had. And it, mm-hmm. mine had like the auto rewind function. And then it would Ooh. just start playing again. So, so I was cozy. a single repeater Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets <laughs> for the longest time. I That's never so had VCR in my room. I wasn't allowed a TV until late teenagers. So I, by then we're DVD stage. And mine is Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, I I watched that upset. No, the what if we're gonna go VHS though? Jurassic Park. Mm. Ooh, yes. I I watched that. I would come home from school, put it in the the TV in the living room, watch it, rewind it because you know. Back in the day, people, if you're too young, <laughs> rewind it and then watch it again until my mum came in from work. Perfect movie. I did Perfect that movie. as as a young kid with Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I ruined oh. that tape. Oh, I watched such it a great movie. Times. Yeah, it is. Oh, so, good. so good. So good. Yeah. I watched it with my kid recently and like the, the truck driver moment. Yes. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I just like timed the hand perfectly to come down. That part was, was scary for me. And my sister, yeah. she's seven years older than I am. So, you know, she was really cool and not afraid of it at all. So she would tell me like, okay, Amanda, you can, you know, you can move your hand you can watch again and she fucking paused it on large marge with her eyes and her tongue out i mean to be fair the signs that she was never going to teach you how to drive stick with her from very young you're right you're right she tortured me with large marge and she's never going to teach me to drive a manual transmission what else oh claire you should ask the next question oh this yes is one of your so- obsessions Yes. I mean, we can see them in the background. We can. Like, we I wish I could read what they, what love they say. some stationery. And you, 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 you teased us last time with the fact that the colour coding of the post-it notes. So I want uh. teasers. <laughs> I want one random post-it note read out to me that can make absolutely no sense. And it's not, <laughs> but it's not allowed to be the end. Oh. Can you yeah. read oh. a random post-it note for, for book three for us? Please, please. Um. Well, like, this is probably not verbatim, but, like, I'm sure I had a post-it note that read, like, suspicion with an exclamation point (laughs) Uh, (laughs) somewhere in there. Um, Because it's really, like, uh, the third book is kind of, like, the polar opposite of the first book in in the sense that, like, instead of being in this camp, they're in the lap of luxury. They're in this beautiful uh, mansion, but they're both prisons, right? Like, it's a gilded cage. And, like, instead of being like instead of signal being very wary of all these like kids and, like what are the, they could hurt me at any moment they could kill me she's very protective of them she's like this is my family these are the people i love i would give my life for these people and then she's thrown into the situation where she knows that one of them is like trying to sabotage her case and she has to figure out who that is and like so it's like a kind of like a throwback to like the english country murder <laughs> mystery like closed environment like I, I, I wouldn't go that far. Like it's not, it's not full on Agatha Christie, you know, 
finding a clock in the room that's set to the wrong time by five minutes or whatever. But it, it has that element of like, here's the suspects. One of them is guilty. Who is it? Yeah, oh. that was part of the third book. God, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. God. It needs oh, to be October God. now. <laughs> what, what, what's your post-it color coding this time? Because we can see some post-it notes behind you and there's a lot of green, one pink, blue, yellow. <laughs> oh, there's another pink back there. There's two pinks oh, at least. Yeah. This is this is a baby oh, a baby board for like a, a work in progress that's like very, very early in development. Like, So I just have like the first act, but it's like... Um, like an ingenue is is cast in this film by this famous director, and she goes up to this castle where it's gonna be it's all gonna be filmed in a castle where everybody all the actors and set lives, which is that's how they filmed the pilot of Rain. Like they hired out a castle that was also like an Airbnb and just put the entire cast and crew in there for the duration of filming the pilot, and they all got very close and they hung out <laughs> in this like actual <laughs> castle and. Uh, so it's kind of taking that premise and then turning it into a murder mystery where like she, you know, this ingenue goes up there and then um, she thinks someone's trying to kill her and she has to figure out who. Um, so very early days on that one. It doesn't even have like a working title, but that's, that's what's on the, that's what's on the board. That's Ooh. fun. That sounds good. That's really fun. Might have to have a castle theme. <laughs> Uh, yes. How are we going to fit all of Lily's future books into our <laughs> What themes are we going to create? Well, when is Teen Killers at Large coming out? It's in October. Right. Sorry. So we'll need a theme for next year. What what can we have as a theme for it? We had Road Trip for this one. We need a theme for Teen Killers at Large. Gilded Cage. Gilded Cage. Gilded Cage. Yeah, I feel like that's a good name. Right, I'll put it in the dark. Go ahead, put it on the schedule. It's happening. Um, so I am so freaking excited for Naramake. I love that you described it as what was it? Um, Midnight Sun for psychopaths or sociopaths? Yes, yes. That's like I I love that I love that and I'm so excited for it. So uh, is there a car chase sequence? There needs to be an insane car scene. Have, have well, you read Midnight Sun? Do you know about the car chase? I you know I read Midnight Sun when it was like leaked, like oh. back in like the aughts or whatever. When like because yeah. she didn't publish it, she was like so mad about it initially, where she's yeah. like this book came out and like, it was my soul. And like, I only shared it with like my most trusted beta readers and somehow it got leaked. So like someone close to me leaked it and I'm so brokenhearted that I'd never want to write again. Like she had like a meltdown and like, I, I get it. Like, yeah. sure. But like, yeah. I can recommend a podcast to, to listen to. It'll give you a good oh, summary yeah? of it. Yeah. Yeah. I can recommend a podcast for that. Ooh, it may fictional. or may not be fictional not... hangover. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, she, she, my mom is like the world's biggest Twilight fan and she sent it to me like in the fledgling state. And she's like, I know it's not ethical. I just want you to read this. It means so much to me. And I don't know if I'd even like properly read the Twilight series at that point, but I read it. I was like, I see what, I see what the attraction is here. That it's like very dreamlike, you know, it's like very, you can, you can tell that the person writing it just loved being in that world so much. And like, I don't know. So like in that, in that sense, like, when I was approaching the third book of the Teen Killer series, 
I was, I knew what Eric was supposed to do, but I wasn't exactly sure why, because like, as you're writing your characters start like dictating themselves a little bit more. And I was like, I know where this all ends. I know what he's supposed to do, but like, I'm not a hundred percent sure about his motivations. Like, why is he doing this? So as underwriting, as just like writing that I didn't mean for him to see, just for me, I started just like writing his perspective of the first books. I'm like, okay, well, what would he have been doing then? Like, why was he doing this? I'm like, okay, so why, you know, when did the turn come? And like, how did that affect the next thing? And then like, as I was writing it, I just, and I meant it to be very simple at first. I was writing it on my phone. Um, we were like forced out of our house by a forest fire. And I just kept writing it on my phone. And uh, it just, it just kept going. And I had so much fun with it. So like, I was like, I could like, this actually explains a lot about him and it explains like a lot of Jada's backstory kind of gets pulled in and like his relationship with Jada is kind of special. And I was like, I'm so glad that like, I know this about Jada now. And then I was like, you know, obviously pre-orders are huge, huge, huge. And like authors kind of, they try to think of anything that's cool for pre-order incentive. Like there'll be book plates and bookmarks. And I was like, I want to do something um, that isn't like, just like, I want to do something that's like really, like, like for the fans where like, you, you can't lose it. Like you, you can lose a bookmark, right? <laughs> you can like, you know, I, I love my book plates and my character art postcards, but you, you lose them, you know, you don't keep them forever and ever. And I was like, I think this would be a really cool pre-order incentive for people who care about the characters. Um, but part of what I'm trying to do with it is that uh, once that, once it's sent out before October, like, I'm not making it available for sale. I'm not keeping it on my website. I'm not putting it up on K uh, KDP. Like it just goes away. Like I'm, I'm not making it available again. So like only people who have pre-ordered the book will get this like document, and then <laughs> it's an ebook, but like they will be the only one in possession of it. So where it goes in the world from there will be directly related to them. Like who they want to share it with, who that, how they care to put it out in the world. And I think that's an interesting it, I'm just interested to see where it goes from there. Like the idea of having this like secret track or like this, like, you know, inside handshake that only an inside joke of a book that like only some people will know is very interesting to me. That's I'm so very good. excited for it. I can't wait. <laughs> I need it. Yeah. You, you want it so now. you can compare yourself to Eric and see how much of a psychopath <laughs> you are. That's what, that, I know that. <laughs> you may or may not be right. It's fine. I just love Eric. I don't care. I don't care. I love him. You want to smooch Eric as well. So much smooching in this book. So much. So much smooching. And, you know, I was there for it. Fine. Yeah, it's very... Is this a kissing book? Yeah. The answer it is. is yes. It is 100% a kissing book. What about book three? Is book three a kissing book? Yes, book three is also a kissing book. Okay. <laughs> I think that'd Very be more than just kissing. <laughs> so a little, there's a hint of spice. There's a hint of spice. There's yes. pumpkin spice level spice. Oh, okay. Okay. You have some to... to... spice. Wholesome spice. <laughs> he takes the elastic panda. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he pops the band. No. <laughs> it snaps all by itself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> gross okay that's what a place to end this conversation is there anything else that you're excited about that you want to tell us about you know it doesn't have to be book or whatever 
Tell us great um, things. Well, I am just going to plug that I have an audio drama through Audible, which is um, a retelling of Rebecca set kind of in like the world of fundamentalist Mormonism, Mormonism, kind of like FLDS. It's kind of set in like Warren Jeff's version of the FLDS. That's cool. Um, and that should be coming out sometime in the fall. So I'll be yelling about that. And then the next book series that I'm starting on is called The Merciless King of Moor High. And I'm so proud of it. It's, I, I'm, I just, I can't wait for people to read it, but it's about like overnight, all the adults become these like huge monsters. They like morph together into these big monsters and the high school kids barricade themselves in their school. And there's these two schools like Crosstown Rivals one is like a nerdy magnet school and one is a party school. And they, while they're barricaded, they develop these very different societies. And the party school bases theirs on a video game, kind of like Elden Ring, where there's like a king and knights and they go out and they kill the dragons. And when a girl from the nerdy school gets kind of dragged out of town because she finds out a secret, she ends up going to the party school and she has to kind of um, fit in or die trying <laughs> or she has to learn to kill the monsters and get along with this like really hardcore like monarchy <laughs> that's been set up and yeah that's the merciless king of more high and i'm just so excited for it to be out in the world that when, and so when is fun. that because i need it <laughs> it's uh april 2024 april gosh okay so then we'll have to let people read it give them time to absorb it so you know sounds like summertime again Sounds like summertime again. We'll have to force you on and we'll create another theme to match. I'm always here to talk with you ladies. Fantastic. And I will cut a wig next time. I will finally show off my wig collection. That's Please in the U-Haul right now. Do. Yes. <laughs> and we can rotate through all of our wigs. I think it sounds like a great plan. <laughs> I need more. You need more wigs, Claire. I need, you need more. You need more wigs. We have hundreds of wigs between Lily and I. You, you need more wigs. I know I do. I will. I'm just on my Goodreads putting things on The Merciless King of More High onto One to Read. There we go. <laughs> now you have a newsletter as well. So do you want to give everybody the information so they can sign up to your oh. newsletter and get all the information for when your stuff comes out? Oh yeah, my my sign up is on uh, sparkslily.com. It like pops up so you can sign on to it. I also have it pinned to my Twitter because people are just leaving Twitter as fast as they can. So I'm like, hey, before you go, <laughs> KIT. Um, so yeah, you can find it at Lily Roro, which is my Twitter, or at my site sparkslily.com. It'll pop up and ask you to sign on to the newsletter. And please do. I only send out newsletters like twice a year. I'm very lazy about it, and I try to always have like some kind of discount or some kind of big news or like some kind of actual value <laughs> to the newsletter. Perfect. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We love it when you come on. We so it's always such a party. It is. It is. We have we have a good time. We have a good time on Fictional Hangover. And then we always create book themes for anything <laughs> that you halfway breathe about. So it's fine. <laughs> Fine, have a concept but... of a concept of a concept that won't be out for another 10 years it's fine tell us we'll, we'll, we'll jot it down Done. we're already there we're already working on it behind us it's fine oh my gosh really though thank you thank you for joining us yes. again we love you we're so glad that yeah. you've got lots more things coming out and we're there front row yes pre-orders so pre-ordered 
definitely. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure and a party. And uh, yeah. Thank I'll you. Keep, uh, keep coming on as long as you'll have me. Yay. Forever Yay. and forever. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So that's it for this bonus episode of Fictional Hangover. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. Join us next time as we discuss Nine Liars by Maureen Johnson. But don't forget about our live episode on Friday, July 21st at 5 p.m. Central, 11 p.m. GMT. It's going to be amazing. Looking forward to it. Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social media. Don't forget about our book club and monthly challenges on Facebook. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover-themed merchandise. And become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com fictionalhangover. Until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book. You can find us at fictionalhangover.com, follow us on Instagram at fictionalhangover, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fictionalhangover, and on Twitter at fictionalhangover, no E-R. If you like this episode, check out our others, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss out. And finally, special thanks to Liz Emerson for her music. You can find her on Facebook and Patreon. Thanks for listening.